Somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way. Chewy. We're home. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Walking Carpet, the March episode, the Geeky vs. All Star Wars podcast. Only two of us today. I'm Josiah Leroy. With me, my like other loud twin, kind of <laughs> Maggie Loricella. Hello, Loricella. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. It's, it's been like six <laughs> it, months it now. It should be Loricella. That's fancier, but it's not, and my husband will let me change it. Jeff, come on. <laughs> let us have this. <laughs> uh, so yes, Maggie Loricella. Uh, obviously, lots to get to today. Uh, we'll go through some some stuff, but the, the meat of the episode is going to focus on the anthology movies that we want to see the most. Uh, the spinoff movies like Rogue One, like uh, Solo, A Star Wars Story, are a hot topic, and um, I think we've got a lot to say on that, uh, yes. <laughs> to <laughs> yes, say the least. Yes, we do. So, uh, this week in Star Wars history, uh, courtesy of StarWars.com, is... Uh, March 5th, 1979, principal photography began on The Empire Strikes Back. What? Yeah, so kind of cool. That's uh, exciting. It started in... 79? Okay, 1979. Yep. Uh, and they started shooting in Norway in the city or township or province. I'm so sorry. I don't know what this is. Is pronounced or it's spelled F-I-N-S-E. So we, Maggie and I just watched a video on how to pronounce Finesse. it. <laughs> <laughs> Currently a hot hit of Bruno Mars. I don't know. We just watched a video on how to pronounce LaCroix. So yes. we need a video of how to pronounce this town. It looks like Vince. It looks like Fincy or Fince, but I, it's probably not pronounced it's, like that. We're pro- yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Norway. There's probably like three letters that aren't pronounced and right. like several other ones that aren't <laughs> there, but you do pronounce. And it it, it was snowy. I know that because it was the Hoth scenes. Right. That's uh, good. So Perfect. You know, it doesn't really help me with the pronunciation. So but it was cold. We know that. It was cold. Why don't they just call it cold? You wouldn't understand it from Family Guy. Cold. <laughs> 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 okay. So um, that's kind of cool. Uh, I love seeing pictures. Uh, of that today, the other uh, thing that we get to here is the fun fact of the week. Kind of ties into a video that I did for a YouTube channel for Geek Bits, which comes out every Monday at youtubecom thegeekiverse and it's that Carrie Fisher, uh, aka Princess Leia, actually did some voice work for a popular video game series. Um, if you're into Dishonored, now let me ask you this, Maggie, and I think I know the answer. Are you into video games? Well, Josiah, sorry, I couldn't even. It's a it's a multi-layered question with a multi-layered answer, but the one layer I will <laughs> give you is no. <laughs> Unless what, what, one one video game. The one video game that I have played to completion is oh, so SpongeBob SquarePants and the Quest for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> I believe this was a PlayStation 1 title. It was. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I, Jamie might have this. It's good. It's good. <laughs> really holds up. It stands the test it's, of time. Yeah, it is a timeless <laughs> piece of work. So to answer your question, no, I know nothing about Dishonored. <laughs> so, yes, uh, Dishonored is made by the uh, studio Arcane, who works in correlation with Bethesda. Uh, anyway, she did the PA announcer, which you hear throughout the entire game in the main city, too. So if you like video games, uh, Carrie Fisher is in there. Also, there's a whole list of names. Uh, Robin Lord Taylor. What? Yes. How he, long ago did this game come out? Uh, two, so 2000, 
2012. Oh, okay. And then so 2016 was the sequel. Oh, okay. Yes. So not that long ago. No, not at all. Um, Susan Sarandon was in it. What? Lauren goes, who's that? <laughs> Lauren, no. <laughs> I'm like, actually, I don't know how to explain it. I'm like, but Pete likes Susan her. Sarandon has been in, in many a thing. Yeah. It literally just like anybody who was like, I don't know who that is. Google Susan Sarandon. You'll see her face and you'll be like, oh, yeah, like yeah. you'll know her for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Rosario Dawson, right, is also in Love Her, Dishonored, and then oh, um, she's in everything. She is in everything. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Marvel fans will recognize Vincent D'Onofrio. I don't know who that he, is. He, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, he's the villain in Daredevil season one. Oh, the uh, what is Fisk? his name? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, I was like, cool. What is his okay, name? I can't remember. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he's in that. And then there's there's this whole list. But anyway, go to our YouTube and check out that video. But it ties in nicely because Carrie Fisher like did some voice work. That's yeah. so cool. Well, she's done a lot of voice work. She has. Family Guy. She and has. American Dad. Yes, yes. Which I kind of the one day was like, oh, that <laughs> makes sense. That's her too. <laughs> yes. Did you yeah. ever see the movie Fanboys? No. All right. Uh, you're like, you're going to take that home. Okay. And you and Jeff have to watch it. Like, I... I, all the time people are like, Josiah, you got to watch this. And I'm, yeah. I kind of like roll my eyes. I'm like, okay, like you guys will appreciate this. Okay. It's basically the story of a group of friends in 1999 mm-hmm. who set out to see The Phantom Menace before it hits theaters. Oh my God. <laughs> so there's like a nice bit to the story. Uh, it's a little sad, but like the one, the one guy has cancer in this group mm. of friends and they decide like he's got to see the movie. But they're a bunch of idiots. Oh, and he's going to die before it comes out, in theory. I can't, well, like, I, can't I mean, like, that's anything. why they need to go see it yeah, is because oh, yes. before sorry. it comes out in theaters, because he will die. Yes, you okay. are correct. He, like, he won't live long enough yeah. for that the wonderful, actual... wonderful release date for Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's important. We needed it. It's. I, I agree. You don't even have to tell me, Maggie. I know. It's so good. Carrie Fisher makes a cameo in there. Of course she does. Billy D. Williams makes a cameo. Oh, okay. I need to see this. Yes. Ray Park, who was Darth Maul, yeah. is a security guard at Lucas <laughs> Ranch in this. Uh, William Shatner is in this. Oh, my God. This. How Seth have I never Rogen. heard of this movie? So it came out in 2008 or nine. Uh-huh. I think it was 2008. And... It was in ex- like an extremely limited amount of theaters. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so this was before like, way before Geekiverse and way before I was like just kind of seeing everything. That movie was that like came ten out. years ago. Yes. Like I was in high school. <laughs> I just graduated yeah. high school, but my dad saw it in the newspaper. <laughs> the newspaper. We're not talking like the yeah. Regal or Fandango app. And he was like, Joe, like, you got to see this. So <laughs> we went and, oh my gosh, Star Wars fans, you got to check that one out. So yeah, I'll, you're going to have to take that I out. will do that. Jeff will appreciate that mm-hmm. too. So uh, the news for this week, uh, the Star Wars Rebels finale. By the time you're hearing this, it would have been yesterday. So the series finale, it's 90 minutes long. Looks like Ahsoka's back, which is really, really cool, but not to give away too many spoilers because I'm not caught up and Maggie's definitely not caught up. I know. <laughs> no. You're actually a I'm series behind. Like, yeah. But that's okay because that's I'm a season behind. There Don't tell go. anybody for Rebels. I'm supposed to be the Star Wars guy around here. Um, it's not going well. No, it's not going <laughs> well at all. Uh, but anyway, that's out tonight. Tell us uh, what you thought of that. Spoiler free, please. 
Um, also out this week is the Star Wars The Last Jedi novelization. Yay. Do you have any interest in that? I, it's okay if I, I sure. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm weird about reading. I mean, I love reading, and I love reading the books for movies. I'm weird about reading a book for a movie that already happened. So a book based on a movie, essentially. Yeah. That always the seemed same. weird to me because it's like where because it's like, you know, you expect when you see a movie based on a book that they're going to take out stuff from the book. It's just it has to happen in order for the movie to work. So, like, do they go the other way if they do it backwards? So the interesting thing with Star Wars novelizations is mm-hmm. they're canon. So they, you know, Star right. Wars fans are crazy about this. And they basically like paint the picture and go where, like, the characters' minds can't tell you on screen. Well, I guess that makes sense. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, because it's like you don't see their thoughts. Exactly. So, so I guess that makes sense. I guess. For someone like me who's obsessed with finding, like, what was Kylo Ren thinking at yes. that point? Like, that's kind of big. And like, in- and you could say that, like, this is definitively what he was thinking, if right. these are canon, and not just someone else's. Well, it is someone else's interpretation, but, like, someone who, like, counts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Jason Fry is the author. I'm not super familiar with him, but Ryan Johnson had like he he was like the guy that oh, was behind, okay. over his shoulder the whole time. There you go. So yes. then this is if you want to know what they were thinking. Yes. And apparently this there's is... like deleted essentially what equates to deleted scenes and extended scenes. So like I'm all about that. Yeah, that's and cool. Usually they're the Star Wars novels come out the same week as the movie in theaters because mm-hmm. they don't want to spoil anything. So they don't let it out before the movie. Right. But this one coming out three months later is a little interesting because I can't tell if they just dropped the ball and changed authors or if they really wanted to enhance it. Mm-hmm. Either way, we'll find out this week. Mm. Um, March 27th, the Star Wars... Excuse me, Lindy. The Star Wars <laughs> The Last Jedi Blu-ray is official. Um, you can probably check out an article soon at our website about which uh, which stores are doing which covers because they all kind of like yeah. do different versions. Usually Target is the place to go. For me, it's usually Best Buy. Only oh, because... Well, which one does the tin covers? Is it Target or Best Buy? Best Buy. Oh, I thought that was Target. Ah, Never mind. That's okay. I'm making things up. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing a, a steel case version of that. It's oh, steel, not tin. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a little Star Wars tin. Just yep. enjoy it. <laughs> Just real. <laughs> <laughs> Another good one that's coming out today, if you like movies, uh, Thor Ragnarok is out on, on Blu-ray today. Voila. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, just two other news bits to get to. Solo, a Star Wars story coming out May 25th. Uh, they moved Avengers up a week. Oh, they did? Yes. When did that did happen? Did you see how this happened on Twitter? No. Okay. God, I don't pay attention. This was awesome. Okay. So, you know, it was scripted, but it was right. funny. And Was it the thing with Robert Downey Jr.? Yes. To, okay, but I didn't really read it, so tell me what happened. That's exactly what it was. So okay. it's going to come out April 27th instead of May 4th. Okay. Uh, Avengers Infinity War Robert Downey Jr. tweets the official verified Marvel account and goes you know May 4th is great but I really want to see this movie sooner Uh, Uh, can we move it up at all and they go yeah sure Mr. Stark when do you want to move it to and he goes how's April 27th and they go done and they release the poster that said April 27th oh my gosh that's hilarious I love that that's great marketing he's like can I bring my friends and he tags Chadwick Boseman okay see Chris Evans that's the one I saw was that him tagging everybody and I didn't I decided to not investigate and see what that was about (laughs) it's usually just yeah banter but Mm -hmm. this was like a clever kind of smart like get it out of the Star Wars month so they can have their week or two of didn't so doing their thing before it gets completely overshadowed 
I agree normally. But well, first, if it's going to get completely overshadowed. I thought that Solo might want to move away from Avengers. Because this is not like Star Wars Episode Nine. That's for example. true. I mean, but they allegedly wanted to move it up so they could get it away. And the other thing is May 25th might be significant for Solo because it's the 41st anniversary of A New Hope. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to mean anything or not. But I don't know. Uh, I think that's something that they, they kind of wanted to. Lindy has a lot of opinions about <laughs> Lindy this. Lindy is not happy. He's like, I wanted Avengers May 4th. <laughs> Dang it. I, I wanted to wait the extra <laughs> week. Yes. <laughs> um, the other thing, the news that happened just after the last time we recorded Walking Carpet, uh, we already knew Ryan Johnson was getting his own Star Wars trilogy that we know nothing about. Right. Uh, the Game of Thrones showrunners. So basically, the guys that adapted uh, George R. R. Martin's stuff for HBO. How do I pronounce this? Go for it. Just dive in. David Benioff? B-E-N-I-O-F-F. So sorry, David. I think I was expecting it to be much worse. You were like, okay, let's see if I can do this. <laughs> I just, David? It's, it's like a Dave, David. Oh, David. I, I can't right. <laughs> James, Jim, Timothy. Can I just call you? Oh, that sounds weird. Can I call you Jim? <laughs> um, and then this one I got. D.B. Weiss. There you go. So anyway, the, they are also getting their own Star Wars trilogy. We don't know anything about either trilogy. We don't know when they're happening. They're early in the writing and production phase for each. We just know one thing. They're not going to be connected to the Skywalker saga. <sighs> Is this too much too soon? We don't really know the details yet, but are we getting a little bit of oversaturation with the Star Wars universe? Are you worried about that? I I mean, am I like if they happen, am I going to go see them? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like but you know they could turn out to be super good, you know. And if it's going to be completely separated from the Skywalker saga, then it maybe it actually could be interesting because it, all the spinoffs they're talking about right now, like Solo, that's connected to the Skywalker. I mean, it's going to be his own story, but it's conne- we I wouldn't mean, know who he was he's, he's if it weren't for Ben Solo's dad, right? So yeah, it's, it's yeah. part of it. And like if they do a, a an Obi Wan one, which there's been rumblings about that's connected too. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess they would have to push out pretty far. Like they, could they do a trilogy about, I, I don't know the sand people. Like, I don't know. Like you, you <laughs> have to, it's just, that's it. You <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So I'm going to go, <laughs> go into Photoshop tonight and make a poster for Tuscan. Story. <laughs> that's great. Uh, or it's just called like, raid yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i don't know i think they would have to push pretty far away for it to not have any connection because everybody has like some like six degrees of separation from luke skywalker yeah. so i don't know i ugh, i mean technically yeah i guess technically it's oversaturation and they're they would not be doing this if it wasn't already happening like well, the, they the, got to capitalize while they can. It is business. Right. So, which I am on board with. Like, do this is how you make your living. Go to town. And that's how actors and directors and everybody else involved make their living. So, do it. But if they're going to do it, I just hope that they do it really well and don't make it super obvious that they're just capitalizing. Yes. No, no rushing. Nothing like I'm that. I'm hoping Take their that time. somebody was actually inspired and was like. I kind of get that sense with Ryan Johnson. Yeah, that they came to it, that they woke up and had an idea as opposed to being like, well, if I'm going to do my own Star Wars trilogy, now's the time. He supposedly pitched that to them, which 
I, I don't know if that's true or not. Like interesting. to Kathleen Kennedy and her Lucasfilm group yeah. at Disney. I think they said they basically had such a fun time working together on Last Jedi and Ryan's not he wasn't coming back for episode nine. Right. At the time, and he was like, "How how do we continue this? Like, I want right. to do this." And I think they just kind of <laughs> can I see you again? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so it ended up being, "Hey, I've got an idea. Give me a blank canvas." Yeah, and that's a lot of trust. Uh, he's the first like, he's the first writer director since the only other one is George Lucas, who's ever both been a writer and director on a yeah. Star Wars film. It's saying a lot. Um, and then I feel like the Game of Thrones guys were uh, approached. But I can also see them doing like a way in the past old Republic era stuff. And see, I would be on board with that because I feel like they, there's a completely different style and you can even see it in the, in the prequels, whether you like them or not. There's a completely different, there's inherently a different feel to those movies because the times were different Yeah. in that universe. For so, sure. and I think they would lend themselves that, that style and that, feel would lend itself very well to being told by the game of thrones guys so i think I they know. they could do it right my in immediate reaction was like I, I don't like game of thrones at all i know yeah. a lot of people listening like adore it i don't think it's the best writing but again a lot of people tell me otherwise like for example pete even he's like there's no denying it's good writing mm -hmm. you just maybe don't like the material but well, I, I don't know if it's good I writing very, so i watched the first like four seasons i think how many seasons really okay uh like seven i think there are. i think i watched the first four and i very much enjoyed it um the reason i think the reason i stopped is because it's like i had someone else's hbo go password <laughs> and then like i fell behind and it's a lot like you you can't just not pay attention to that show. that's a meaty show yeah and yeah. i very much enjoyed what i did watch i've always said i'm going to go back and watch it again um, and the acting in it is phenomenal. Um, but you have to really like, there's a very specific style to it. And I've heard people describe it as like Shakespearean. It's not at all. Um, hmm. it's probably closer to how people actually behaved um, back sure. then. I'm of sure. There is no, um, People didn't give crap. Like, yeah, oh. I don't know. It's just it's hard to really de describe it. But I can understand why people wouldn't like it, and you could still say that it's good writing. That it's just not for you. So I I, I agree with that. Um, that you can say that something's good like that. For some reason, I don't know what it was with me. If I was so put off, it, I wouldn't say like appalled, but like it's the, a lot. The sex and violence, like I felt like I. So I got can through be like a, three seasons. It can be a bit gratuitous, and I, I felt can like it was like for. Hey, how can we like ramp it up from how we did last week? We yeah. have to make people's jaws drop. Yeah, I don't know. That's how I felt, and I was like, I, I don't need to well, see. Well, and it. it can be, it can get old. Like the shock value can get old. That's why I made it through one episode of Orange Is the New Black because I was like, I'm already bored with the shock value. Like, <laughs> like I'm where bored. are they going from here? Yeah. yeah, so I can understand that. So I would hope that they don't take that level of. I, but then people I have talked imagine. about that. Like, what if you know we could get an R-rated Star Wars movie, and it's like. Do we? Do you really want an R-rated Star Wars movie? I don't feel like anything's ever been held back by it not being yeah. that way. Like, do you really want that? Because, like, what does rated R actually mean? It means right. nudity, and it means you have you can say the F word a certain number of times. Yeah, they never swear in Star Wars ever. Right? They, maybe they'll say "damn" occasionally, but they they don't. Like, they really and it's. I don't think anyone's ever missed. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that. that. No, there's no. 
nudity. The closest we've ever come to any kind of intimacy would be with Anakin and Padme, yeah. but it was so nothing. And I feel like we, no one missed that. It wasn't missing that. So then, okay, what's left? Really gratuitous violence. Right. <sighs> My question is, is any any of those that you mentioned, including the violence, is it enhancing the story? I, I think probably not. Yeah, probably not. There's times that I think if, if it helps, if it serves the story, then I always say go to town. But you have to take a step back and say, is this serving the story or am I doing it because I have an R rating and I need to earn it? So Star Wars, every Star Wars up through episode two. So you had the, the original trilogy, you had episode one, and then episode two, they were all uh, rated PG mm-hmm. or G. Which uh, probably then, shouldn't have been. Yeah, but like either ratings way. change over time. Exactly. Uh, like the the what you need to do or not do in order to hit a certain rating changes all the time. It was like so. Two thousand five, Revenge of the Sith comes out, and that was like, so that was PG thirteen, I believe. And, and that, that makes because sense because of you know Anakin's descent at the end right. to Darth Vader. That was intense, and George felt like he had to have that. And I agree. Right. I think yeah. that was fine. Like, we but knew I also it was don't too. think that that was necessarily gratuitous. No, there's a difference. You know, he's got all four of his limbs chopped off and he's burning alive. I think that's still less (laughs) gratuitous than some of the violence we've seen in Game of Thrones. And it's all about how you do it and where it's placed and whether or not it serves the story. And we kind of knew we were building towards that. (laughs) And in theory, most of the people that would be watching that had been watching it for years and were old enough, unless you were me. And in eighth grade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I... I think I went after school with Adam Bartle and Chris Martino. Mm-hmm. I went after my school <laughs> with my best friend from elementary school and, and then one of my other friends. And I remember we kept laughing through the whole thing because there were certain things that we Man. thought were funny. There were certain oh. things that we thought were funny in that movie. like I can, okay, Just fine. like little things. And we were just being like stupid teenagers. But then <laughs> I remember watching it. It came out on DVD and I watched it again like on my own. And I was bawling. Like yeah. bawling, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like this is you take me out of the theater with my friends what and put me alone." Yeah, very different <laughs> reaction. So, long story short, I we don't have enough details to really even have any kind of opinion on what this is going to be. We might not see anything for another five years. I think that's very fair to say because we've got Solo, we've got uh, Episode Nine next year, very rumored, heavily rumored that we're going to get Obi Wan. In 2020, and it sounds like that's probably legit because God, I hope so. I think they're just waiting to see how Solo does because mm-hmm. this is the first character film, which um, is a real shame because I have no idea how Solo's gonna. I do. have no idea, and I, I still feel like Ewan Ewan McGregor. Like <laughs> instead of Obi Wan, I'm just saying Ewan yes. McGregor. I feel like that is inherently going to do better than Solo. I think, yeah, I think that's. that's but we can yeah. we can get into that. I think that even if this is not good, like. It's Star Wars is still new enough in terms of the annual releases. Like it's fine. It's fine. It's It's got enough steam and momentum. It's still, it's going to kill it at the box office. The critics are going to maybe rip it apart. That's fine. No one listens to critics anyways, because sometimes they're wrong. Everybody forms their own opinions now. Yeah. And it, it's going to carry its way through. And then before we know it, it's going to be next year and episode nine is going to be coming out. Yeah. So it's really not going to matter. This could tank and be horrible. I don't think it's gonna be horrible, but we can. I hope it's fun, and I have faith in Ron. I hope it's just a good time. It's like, oh, it's like our mid-season Star Wars movie. (laughs) That's a great (laughs) way to put it. That is very good. I think uh, I I think it'll 
I think it'll be. I don't know. It's hard to judge what it's going to be in terms of quality, but uh, it looks good. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the trailer like that looks gorgeous. My gosh, the cinematography is always good. Um, last thought on this, I'll say, when Disney took over Star Wars, and I see the news or I see the status pop up on my Facebook memory feed every every year, mm-hmm. I was not into it. No, I was not a lot of people it. weren't. I was like, this is stupid. Star Wars needs to just stay with its two trilogies. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be. I respect Star Trek and I like Star Trek, but there's so many Star Trek there's so series many Star and Trek's. movies. But that's the thing because Star Trek had a television show, which inherently mm-hmm. TV 99% of the time drags on longer than it should. And oh, movies yeah. can be much more final. I mean, literally, Roseanne is getting rebooted with all the same people. Am yeah. I going to watch it? Probably. Well, yeah. Because it's funny <laughs> and it's all the same people. But like, like Fuller House and everything else, TV is is if you make a TV show, it's going to be rebooted in 20 years. It's yes, just it going to happen. And that's what, that's just what happens with, with Star Trek. And then they started making movies and it was just like, yeah, around and around and around. I get Star Wars technically has TV shows, but n- they're not, I don't count them. No, they're cartoons and people, people don't even know they exist. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. It's funny. It depends who you ask, but you're, you're totally right. Uh, so, you know, we want to hear from you. Uh, is Star Wars getting, too much in terms of production. Too many movies too soon. We've already got six unannounced movies. Think about that. Like, or unannounced titles for yeah. movies. That's that's crazy. Did you see the Fantastic shirt? This is like no. a, a gr- Okay. All right. So, like, Show you me. can't see this, obviously, because this is a podcast. I'll so we'll react put it in the very article, specifically. But, like, that is the best shirt that has been put out yet. Oh, my God. I yeah. love that. Right? So... Uh, we sponsor That's fantastic. fantastic shirts. That's uh, in, in Western New York. Uh, Del Reed owns 26 shirts. Uh, they're very popular here. They do a lot of stuff with our sports teams and uh, a lot of charities around the area. Uh, we have the shirt this week. It is in the form of Nintendo's Duck Hunt cover, but it's Bounty Hunter, and it's got Boba Fett's Slave 1 on it. So it's available for this week only. You can view it right at our website. All our social media, and uh, if you use the code Slave One, that's the number one Slave One, you get ten uh, percent off your order. So, uh, yeah, I am gonna be broke. Thanks a lot, Dell. That's uh, <laughs> that is my favorite shirt yet. That's a fantastic shirt. I yeah. think I might need to get it for Jeff. Oh my gosh! And they have onesie size, so just saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back. Uh, we are going to talk about the anthology movies that we want to see. Speaking of too many Star Wars movies, uh, so Maggie and I will go down our own personal lists, and we also threw it out to the community on Reddit. Reddit can be a nice place sometimes. So we'll, uh, we'll gather those, and <laughs> we'll go through, and we'll be back in just a moment. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed, and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in. And tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore, so let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Walking Carpet. Josiah and Maggie here. Uh, we're going to talk about the Star Wars anthology movies that we want to see most. Uh, we've kind of made a list each uh, of three or four, and we didn't share it pre-show. I know Maggie you said were I was looking. looking. At my I sheet. seriously have no idea. Okay, I, I have a guess. Like 
Is, Why did you pick up a pen and point it at me? Cause guess. <laughs> I am going to guess. Uh, well, so you've got four. You said? I have four. All right, so you should go first. Okay. Then. Well, like we don't need to. One of them, I know. I know. See, okay, so we're gonna you overlap. Guarantee, like, okay, give me the crossover. The one that you think is gonna cross over with my list, unless you've looked at my list. I haven't looked at your list. Okay. Well, I don't know. Shif- I, shifty over I'm there. I'm gonna assume that you put obi-wan on there too. i did not what why that's stupid i, did not. Tell me why so. I told you i told you we weren't gonna Tearing cross over apart, Lisa. <laughs> hang on time out quick aside <laughs> i haven't seen it i haven't seen it okay but, but I'm, I'm going so, to i'm just so happy and proud that you did that yeah okay. i mean i know everybody knows <laughs> i know it I, I know yeah like, i watched a really great interview with um the guy that he wrote um a book that like room full of spoons or 10,000 spoons or something about spoons. Um, and his reasoning for that is interesting, but uh, it's a guy and he went around and he interviewed like everybody was involved in the movie, but I don't think he interviewed Tommy Tommy necessarily. I don't think so. Um, just kind of getting everybody's memoirs of being in the movie. Um, and that's how I learned most of what I learned about the movie. But, um, but talking about the room, by the way, he doesn't know the room. Um, Commonly referred to as the worst movie ever made, but it's become like a cult phenomenon. And then oh. they made Disaster Artist with James Franco, which is like about the making of that movie. Um, but they, yeah, there was an interview with all the actors, how they all were like, we knew this was t- going to be terrible, but we did it anyways. Like a yeah. job's a job, right? Mm-hmm, like, and he was paying. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I'm sorry to get off topic. It'll be two seconds. I saw a wonderful, hilarious interview with James Franco. I think mm-hmm. it was Jimmy Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon's talking about, you know, like, what, how did you guys, like, get this idea to do yeah. this? Like, oh, I feel like I saw this. You probably did. Maybe, I, but... I, I probably Yeah, because it probably it. popped up after I watched the other interview. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Greg Sinestro was Tommy's partner with this. He's one of the stars of the movie. Mm-hmm. And basically... Uh, they're like we called Greg and Tommy. We're like, yeah. you know, James Franco's like, I, I want to talk to them, see if we can option. Oh, this is this when he when he asks like, who do you want to play <laughs> yes. him? And what did he said? Somebody that was so outlandish and not. I think he said Johnny Depp. Yeah, he said like, we can get like Johnny Depp. <laughs> James Franco was like, no. <laughs> who, who would you want to play you in the movie? And he's yeah. like Johnny Depp. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't know about that. Uh, he goes, you know, who would be your second choice? And, and Tommy Wiseau goes, what about you, James Franco? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am fascinated by everything that surrounds the room. The yeah. disaster artist. I, I saw it in theaters when it came to mm-hmm. Buffalo. I cannot wait for Tommy Wiseau's new movie. Yeah, which I know. Is coming to Buffalo <laughs> which at is the end hysterical. of March. Hysterical. Best fiends. Yeah. I, I, I need to see the room first. There's two ways you need to watch it. You either need to see it in a theater or you need to see it during a drinking game. Like, right, at, with a bunch of group of people. And that's the other drinking game is apparently they when they would put picture frames in the um, like in the scenery just to have like frames on tables. They didn't take out the stock photos that came when they bought the frames. And there was a whole bunch that just had like spoons, like artsy <laughs> pictures. You know, like when you buy a frame and there's like a family or there's like a dog that said artsy pictures of spoons. So it's turned into this drinking game, which is why the guy that wrote the book, he called it like, Oh, was, I think it was room full of spoons yeah. is that every time you saw one of those spoons, everybody in the room would throw a plastic spoon at the TV. And by the end of it, you have a room full of spoons. Yes. Yeah. So this happened in the theater. I think this this is like a drinking game that happens in people's homes. Oh, well, yes. You're, yeah. You're totally right. Oh, oh, you're uh, saying it did happen in the Seth theater. Seth and I oh. and Nate from the Geekiverse went and saw uh, The Room in January. And 
when a spoon was on screen, it was not like a spoon. Like people would throw like bags full. <laughs> so like you had to be like into this. It's like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's like an experience. <laughs> it was. It was one of the best theater experiences oh of my, my life. Oh my God. But anyways, anyway, Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Thank you, Tommy Boy. So, uh, so Kenobi. So we, we're pretty like confident we're getting this, even though Ian McGregor has said he hasn't been approached. Yeah, but Ian McGregor said that he would do it yeah <laughs> so like yes you have been approached with the idea of it happening it's whether being, it's being locked appro- in. yeah Who it's happening kidding? you just can't talk about it yet and honestly i have no interest in seeing anybody else play him no because he can play him young or old still i want, He's got I a want the versatile middle. face yeah do you want him pre-braid or post-braid mm. oh wow okay so you're going back so well he played him in both things i so my my picture of an obi-wan movie is like having a tough life on tatooine <laughs> i want like a well, self-contained like, like story post, oh like post exile so, yes oh okay i could get into that that was my thought you, so you're thinking like, back further uh, well are, are you thinking back like i guess like do we want an origin story or do we want to fill in the uh, blanks between i don't know if he because ian mcgregor i think, think can be very at- funny Okay. And so him like just like bopping around on tattooing could be fun. I think so too. Like going to the cantina and like. But like how much is there? Tuscan. Right. <laughs> Tuscan. Yeah. <laughs> right. Whatever. Um, how much is there? How much I is under- really happening? He's just kind of there. Um, but I think there's two different. It's entirely possible he went on I missions. I mean, it's true. He could have, but he was yeah. in exile. True. So would Very he have true. really been going anywhere? That he was punishing himself because he felt like it was everything was his fault. Like that's like the end of his, you know, time. But then, okay, but okay. like if we do an origin story, I've never heard this. Like I don't know, and I like this because like it's th- fresh. Where what was happening with Qui Gon and Obi Wan? They obviously like their chemistry has always been something that's fascinating. Where. What's been going on with the two of them before they met Anakin and everything fell apart? So you're saying Liam Neeson needs to come back too? Well, but, but then he's too I'm busy also, with taking. There's it. other things. <laughs> <laughs> there, but then that could lead into something else that we could that I will probably talk about at some point. But um, okay, I don't okay. know. Like I want, like I don't know where they could do. I want the Obi Wan. Interesting. I don't know. Like, is there anything book wise out there that fills in any of the blanks between? the end of um i got gotcha. three and the beginning of episode four i mean there's a lot of time that passes but he says he's in exile but right. maybe stuff happened before he actually finally uh, got to tatooine i mean did he go right to tatooine well from end of episode three yeah well i mean he drops luke off right but we just assume he stays there we right. don't know that like maybe he had loose ends he needed to tie up Oh man, you okay? Know. So you've opened up my world to a whole line of right. thinking here. Like you don't see, but and you see him leaving. I feel like at the end of episode three, you see him leaving Tatooine, don't you? Well, kind of. I haven't. I don't him think in a long he. Time. I'm thinking back. I'm like, what happens? Like, how much does? I don't some, think they he, show him like leaving the planet. I think they show him getting back on like a speeder. So like, like a, is he speeding away? I don't know. To a, a cave or to a ship? So the. The only know. thing that I know of in this new Star Wars canon since Disney took over is they talk about Obi-Wan in the comics from time to time, but it's of him watching over Luke from a distance. So I could get behind something like that. Yeah. Like interactions with a, lo- a young Luke Skywalker. That would be cool. Well, yeah, they know each other. 
I'd be fine. That's with- not the first time that they've met. Exactly. So I guess it could be like their adventures together. It could be fun. There could be flashbacks. Yeah. There's maybe been other things that they got themselves into and then other things. I mean, who knows? Maybe Obi-Wan's been more involved in the greater picture of things than right. we are led to believe because he's been in exile. Like, who's to say he's not been communicating uh, with people? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, or maybe even Yoda. He could be talking to Yoda. I don't know. He would have had Yoda was in exile too. But he definitely would have talked to Yoda. Do they have Yoda. like little exile parties? Oh man. Like, oh hey, That's we're both depressing. in exile. You bring a dip. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. But I want it. Whatever it is, I want it. <laughs> a movie like, and the dip. dip. I did not like. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I I want Wow. Okay. So before Sorry, I thought I didn't mean to No, just, like, no, this is great. Like probably can't well you can't see it but like my mind is blown here because i'm <laughs> i've got the the kenobi train going mm-hmm. like geez chugga okay. chugga seriously <laughs> all over the place with where that could go because my assumption was for some reason never having thought about it was okay we get a kenobi movie it's ewan mcgregor kind of where he is with his age mm. it matches like where kenobi would have been in that between episode three and episode four time right. Man, I don't know. They age people back all the time. I know. And now, they worked on it with uh, like sometimes the it works Fisher and sometimes it doesn't. But even McGregor is not like old. It's no. not like they're trying to make like a seventy-year-old look forty. They're trying to right. make like he a looks good. fifty-year-old look thirty. You could do it. Hmm. If he is he fifty, I don't know. I'm kind of guessing. Uh, at least in his forties, yeah. he must be. He must be. He might not be fifty. He might be in his forties, but you could do it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I, All right. Yeah. I hope that's the next one we get. I, yeah, <laughs> Screw the too. rest of my list. Uh, so mine is, I, I think like I need to pitch this idea. Okay. Uh, well, I let's t- call Disney right now. <laughs> I tweeted Pablo Hidalgo with this. Mm-hmm. And Pablo Hidalgo. Yes. <laughs> like, so if you don't know who he is, he's like one of the 13 people on the Lucasfilm storyboard who like makes sure everything Star Wars everywhere lines up. Mm-hmm. Can job. you imagine? That would I be that very stressful. Very hard. There's got to be other people underneath him. I'm sure. He's literally just like continuity. Uh, can you That's imagine insanity. like someone forgets to like fact check something and they like kill him? Like, I, like uh, I, they would make him disappear. Yeah. Like it would be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my God. My idea stems from the Marvel Star Wars comics. So Darth Vader has a current series, but he had a previous series in 2015. It was the best Marvel series to date with Star Wars. And it showed uh, Vader's time after uh, the Death Star and A New Hope happened. With uh, the end of the movie, how Vader kind of blew it, no pun intended, when the Death Star <laughs> blew up. I didn't even mean for that. That's the worst. Uh, <laughs> 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 and he has like a secret agent who he comes across named Dr. Afra. Hey, <laughs> Lindy. That's my dog. That's okay. He's chewing on the hanger. He's just like daring he's, he's us like, to not pay attention. Like to just him. do it, man. <laughs> yeah. So Doctor Afra is like the, a character that Marvel wrote, and she has her own series now, mm-hmm. and she's fun, and she's like this rogue. Agent. Is she a doctor, or is that just her first name? She is a doctor. <laughs> do we know like what uh, kind of doctor? Is she like an osteopath? archaeology? Oh, so not a real doctor. But it, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, not like a medical doctor. Oh, well, but anyway, <laughs> specifics, specifics matter. Here. She is fun, always cracking humor. And I can totally imagine in this day and age, 
like her character, like she's like a Marvel character through and through that yeah. we would see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I'll again put a picture in the article. That's her. Oh, uh, right there. Oh, okay. I would want her to be played by Olivia Munn. Oh, that would be. I love Olivia Munn. She has like the right stature and mm-hmm. appearance to be her. And I think she would crush playing her on the big screen. Yeah. I know this is weird. Anyway, she's just hot. She's gorgeous. <laughs> with Pablo Hidalgo, what I was saying before, he totally subtweeted me the next day, even though he's got like millions of followers. <laughs> oh, he yeah. He basically was like, don't pitch me movie ideas for Star Wars films. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, that definitely wasn't me. Yeah. So I want Olivia Munn to play her, mm. and I want Taika Watiti to direct it. So he directed Thor Ragnarok. Thank you. Oh, yes. I remember talking about him. He's in the New our... Zealand accent guy. Yes. Who played Korg. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. 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 I remember. Yeah. I, I don't remember if I ask you this like every time I see you. Are you a Flight of the Concords fan? No. Oh, we had this discussion. I can't remember. When we did our trailer reaction okay, to okay, Thor. Okay. Okay. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, ironically, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I can see it's important to you. So he is hilarious mm-hmm. you should see some of the behind the scenes videos for thor uh which are on youtube they're like three minutes long he has the entire cast laughing the whole time apparently chris hemsworth pitched this to marvel and was like we need to go in a new direction for the third thor movie because mm-hmm. the other two are kind of like it's, a little, it's heavy you know yeah. yeah like he wanted a fun movie mm-hmm. so they went and got taika mm-hmm. and he was all about it so Taika would be the guy for this. It'd be a funnier than average Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's got its humor, but this would be like, think of like a Marvel Cinematic Universe film, but in Star Wars. Yeah. You could have your your Vader appearance back and forth, you know, as he's kind of like the overlord for her. Yeah. In the comic, she has, her, her co-pilot's a Wookiee. Right. That's awesome. Yep. Um, so there's a different Wookiee right there than Chewbacca that you could have. And then she's got, a protocol droid and an astromech droid, so like a three PO and R two, but they're assassin droids, right? And they they have a sense of humor, so like yeah. they get mad when she doesn't let them like go kill people. I yeah. think that would be a really funny thing. That would be fun if yeah. you had someone not Alan Tudyk, but like Alan Tudyk mm-hmm. in that role, who's sarcastic and funny. Yeah, and instead of like wanting to be polite and stuff, he wants to go kill people, but he says yes. it in the exact same way. Exactly. That would be fun. He's the guy against protocol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's my idea. I, I haven't seen that one pitched for what it's worth. Doesn't mean it's it's not you know the most unique, but that would be like, it, it might not be the right time for it because people would be like, who's Dr. Afra? Right. Like it's It's a comic thing. But I'm telling you, I think that one would have some success. You've got another awesome female lead for what mm-hmm. it's worth. A new cast, but it's still tied in a little bit to Darth Vader and the Empire. And it would take place right in um, like the classic trilogy yeah. era. So that would be that it for me. Interim. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. What do you got for uh, um, another idea? I've always wanted to see a Padme origin story. Really? Yes. I be- thought about this earlier. I have. Okay. I, I said this to my husband and he said, no, that's dumb. <laughs> Um, Jeff, but what's going on? I don't know. He did not enough sleep. (laughs) (laughs) No, he just, I will get to the one that he's like living and breathing for and nothing, (laughs) nothing matters except that one. Um, no, I've always wanted to see a Padme, um, origin story or, and I guess it depends on how, how far back you want to go with 
origin if we wanted to go all the way back to her very young childhood or just back to the time like when she was first elected queen which i always thought was funny that they elected a completely superior power in their country it um, is weird i think if we were to go all the way back to when she was younger um, and getting somebody younger to play her. Um, if anybody knows who Laura Morano is or Moreno, depending on how you say it, I've heard people say it two different ways. And I've met her, and I did not ask her how to pronounce her last name. What? Um, she, well, she actually was on a Disney Channel show for a while, but she was um, on Dexter. She's like one of those people that's like always in like random stuff, and you'll be like, I've seen her face before. She's young. She's like 22 years old, but she's like four feet tall, so she looks really young. Um, I thought, yeah. 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 And I like when she it. doesn't have her hair all like done up, she literally could look like she's like 12 years old. Um, or oh, she totally could she's look. very small um, and slight. Or, um, and then if you're going to do it when she's a little bit older, um, Alicia Vikander was the first person to come to oh, mind yeah. for me. And she's already doing a reboot. She's doing Tomb Raider. It's coming out like very soon. Um, but as playing Padme. Um, kind of more closer to when we did actually see her. Because there's more there. There's more to that story that I feel like we haven't seen. And, like, I love Natalie Portman, and she's incredible, but I don't think it would make sense if we were to go back to have her play her because it has no. been so long. And, I mean, I don't think Natalie Portman really ages, but she might. I think if she's you look like at her McGregor, now though. compared to looking at her then, it, you could it, tell. it wouldn't it would, it wouldn't play right. Um, but... I don't know. I've always wanted to see more from Padme. I've always really liked her. People had a lot of really aggressive opinions about her, but like she was thrown into really crappy situations and she was like a child that was elected to be a queen. And so there's got to be reasons for that. And then she shifted into actual politics and she actually cares and had her hand in the real reality of what was going on in the government and everything else while her husband's whining. Dude, I loved her <laughs> character. I, yeah. I know people hated the, the the execution, we'll say, of Anakin and Padme, right. but I love the premise. Yeah, like I it, do too. It I, 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 I loved it. And so, and I really, I just, and I don't know. I've always thought that there was more to that story, so I would love to see that. I don't really know if it would make sense, if it's even possible, if it's something you could do into more than one movie. Um, okay, okay. Just something, like, wh- I, I don't know. <laughs> I, and... You know, Naboo is like a beautiful backdrop. I would movie. love to Gorgeous. go back to that fake place. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to shoot there again, um, uh, but to re- yeah <laughs> to recreate that it was that was like such a cool planet. And we got to see more. We don't need more Jar Jar, but maybe Can you there. There's your origin. Yeah, <laughs> good lord. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Um, Yeah, that's the end of the trailer of this is just him doing that. I kind of forgot about that aspect. Um, But I don't know. I've always thought there's more in there. Or like what was going on in the 10 years with her between episode one and episode two? Okay. Other than her not aging at all and Anakin aging into a completely different human being. Um, (laughs) Pretty much. You know, so I want to know. I want to know more. So that would be another one for me. She is the perfect mother for lookalike for Luke and Leia to me. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that yeah. was a beautiful casting. Oh yeah. What a, what a good job that was. I remember uh, like two things behind the scenes on Phantom Menace in McDermott. So th- that's Palpatine. Yep. Like he, everyone was praising him on set for like how great he was. Mm-hmm. And he is a great actor, but George kept saying Natalie Portman. Yes. Like she, and that was, 
that probably role her first like huge so hard role. i don't think it was extremely they did not give her a lot to work with no she made that role what it was for all intents and purposes like she made her character stand out when she was literally given very little room well very very little direction yeah i think was the problem yeah because she could have just been kind of she was kind of just like a throwaway character everybody was kind of left to fester on their own and so that's why certain people really stand out as being really good or really bad it's the people that are capable of making the most out of what they are given and are able to direct themselves to a certain extent and then the people that aren't sure and so that's where you can really see that's why in phantom menace liam neeson is so good yeah and Ewan mcgregor is so good and that child <laughs> is not now to be fair he's a child there's a lot of really good child actors out there and if you don't have a decent director you're not gonna this is daunting though this is the first new star wars well in- sack up <laughs> if you're gonna do it then do it i don't know but that poor kid, Jake Lloyd was like, oh, he had the worst like high school experience yeah, and everything. Like, he just had to. That, like, he had to have. That sucks. But you know what? Yeah. Maybe now people seeing it now aren't realizing how not great it was. Because it's like, at the end of the day, you were in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And none of your friends were. Right. So, like, so yeah, you yeah. all suck. Anyways. Basically. Padme. Padme. <laughs> I like that idea. Uh, it it seriously crossed my mind for like a moment today. I, I would say like a... A hundred thoughts fly through my head on which movies I wanted to pick. But next one I want to see. Uh, I don't know like what it would be called, I guess. But uh, I want to see like a Darth Plagueis Insidious movie. Mm, yes. I want to see some bad guy stuff. We, yes. don't, we don't really see that. It's always centric uh, or centralized on the light. Like you see Ray's story. You right. see Luke. Anakin. Which we could go on and on about whether or not that absolutely is true. Who's the bad guys and who's the good guys. Sure, sure. <laughs> Again, well, we'll get my husband in here and get him going We on need that. to see the other side of the coin, Yes, say. yes. So I want to see Plagueis and Sidious. So mm-hmm. you'd have a young Sidious. You'd have to recast him. Uh, right. Obviously. But I want to see their, their kind of coming together, being the only two Sith and being like, hey. We are gonna like hey, screw up the are, Jedi. We we are the Sith. <laughs> we there's two of us. Let's do it. <laughs> hundreds. Do you like, think they like put they their like hands bump at the end chests? Of the day? Yeah, they're they have like, rings that they Sith. connect. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet it happens. Sith form of no kind of ring, man. Yeah. Oh, here it's all connected. Yeah, all with the rings. <laughs> I want to see that plan coming together mm-hmm. to destroy the Jedi, and I want to see what prompted them to get there i want right. to see sidious destroying plagueis mm-hmm. i want all of that i think that would be a fascinating that would story be fun we have nothing in this new canon that talks about plagueis i think he's referenced once so we know he's canon right well it's kind of like the idea that like has uh, so much time gone by that everybody has forgotten about him and everybody that was around mm-hmm. is gone i mean theoretically yeah yeah i i think uh i, I would love to see like Think about it. You'd basically see Palpatine training to be like a, a be Sith. so cool. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pre-lightning hands. Yeah. Uh, that would be good. Uh, okay. So that's all I got to say on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get into some of the Reddit community stuff shortly. But Maggie, what's your next one? Um, I would love to see a Qui-Gon spinoff. I knew you were going there. Yeah. Okay. So With Tom Hiddleston is my pick. What? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So... Like, lay it out for me. Okay. Um, well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, you said Hiddleston. I, Hiddleston, so um, you, could theor- you could feasibly, with him, make him 
because he's got a baby face. So you could make him younger. You could make it before episode one. Um, Because Qui-Gon, at least the way he's portrayed in episode one, is unlike, I think, any other Jedi that we are presented with. Yeah. I feel like he... He's smarter. He's latched on to different things and has focused, I feel like, on different things and has and trains Obi-Wan differently. I mean, they all train everybody differently, but he um, and I feel like that there's reasons for that of why he is the way that he is. And it's I always got the sense that he knew he was going to die soon. I've always gotten that sense from him of just that like he knew it was going to happen. But I got that sense from Obi-Wan, too. I don't know. I. Huh. And kind of like his earlier days and how he ended up with Obi-Wan. Cause like he'd obviously, they had been, he'd been training him for quite some time by the time we meet them. So, yep. um, and their camaraderie together, but then you could also say like, yeah, you could roll that into a, an Obi-Wan movie, but if we do, okay. So when we make these movies, <laughs> yes. if we set the Obi-Wan trilogy where you want it, <laughs> then we could put the Qui-Gon one where I want it. I'm getting the Kenobi trilogy. They can bookend the whole thing. (laughs) They can bookend everything. So, um, yeah, just like uh, earlier, I guess the the best place that I would want it to be is, I think, before we meet him. And they could take it all the way up into, you know, their time together being kind of like the enforcers of, you know, the, the Republic. What about... This was one I thought of, but it ties into your idea, so it's like a hybrid. What about... We're going to make several I, movies. Geez, I know. I'm, I'm taking notes <laughs> on the notes yeah. so I can ver- remember them. So, young Qui-Gon, mm-hmm. you've got Hiddleston. Yeah. And what if it's Qui-Gon as Padawan, but you have Count Dooku? Okay, that's another thing I thought about, too. So, like, we could start it i'm saying it like so when we make this movie um listen i'm going to start something star wars one day yeah having it starting kind of in that like i don't know maybe he's just beginning to train him and if we're gonna do it as a trilogy you could do that um or maybe it's um he's already has him as a um help me thank you yep yep um and it's kind of like towards the end and Dooku's starting to kind of eh, and like right. maybe like the be- early beginnings of that, because okay. that's always been really shady to me that we I felt like we didn't have a lot of really specifics of. I would I love mean, to know more about Dooku getting away from the Jedi right, Order. And maybe that could be tied into because I think the timing of it is all very like, how did he end up getting sucked away and Qui-Gon didn't? Because there had to have been some overlap. I always felt like Qui-Gon would have. Training. I don't know. But, like, that's something we could explore. Right. I don't know. Qui-Gon always seemed to be striking out on his own and living in his own world. That was not necessarily, that doesn't necessarily mean mean it's a good thing or a bad thing. But um, he had his own, I think he had his own code with how he trained Padawans and how he trained Obi-Wan. And that could be why. Obi-Wan was so stressed about training Anakin very specifically to like on the books to the letter because that's not how he was trained. And maybe he feels like maybe there were seeds of doubt that he had. I don't know. I feel like there's so much more we could do with Qui-Gon. Yeah. (laughs) Like my brain's exploding. We find out that Qui-Gon had a daughter. Yeah. And someone kidnapped her. And her name (laughs) Oh yeah, and it's a, yeah, and, it, it's a and, 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 and she was 
taken. Um, I love in. And then like he takes off his long wig and picks up a <laughs> cell phone and says, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> then it's like Family Guy when it's like Dracar Noir. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love in Deadpool when Ryan Reynolds is like, "Geez, after three movies of these, you wonder if it's just bad parenting." Yeah, you, you start to wonder. Yeah, I think it's just bad parenting. It's true though. I love um, it. I love, love it. all those movies. Oh, good um, stuff. They're all good. Like, I actually, don't hate any of them. Um, yeah, like I think they're fun. Yeah, they're, they're fun. good movies. Um, I would just, but also, it would have to. We couldn't ever do anything with Qui Gon um, towards the end. Anything older because Liam Neeson keeps saying he's done doing action movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying that's what he said. Well, anyways, I believe it when I see it. I think Tom Hiddleston could be fun. Oh my gosh! Put him in a little wig. That's such It'd a be fun. He, can grow his hair. he look. I think he looks the part. Like, yeah, I can see that. Totally he's got morphing. kind of that like regal. Like, he definitely knows more than he's letting on. He's very like everything's up here, and yeah. but not like old and decrepit. Like, you know I'm what I mean? That. Totally into that. Yeah, yeah, you're into old and I, not decrepit. Yes, or not old <laughs> and decrepit. Good to know. For specifically that yeah. is what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm crossing these off. Like, okay, I talked about that. Oh, one. thank goodness. <laughs> okay. So my, uh, my third idea. Uh, eh, so this is the one where I was like, it's so mainstream like that. We probably didn't think of it. I know. I know. Yeah. I want a Darth Vader solo movie, but I want a Darth Vader solo movie right after episode three, when he's finding his way with his new life. Oh, his new, his new life, his new limbs. <laughs> exactly. He's got a leg up on life. I think that would be a fascinating. That dark would be story. fun. Yes. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah. So now here's the question. Mm-hmm. At what point does his voice box get swapped out for James Earl Jones's in his whole transition? Because like at what point in the burning and dismembering process do you age 40 years and change races? But James... <laughs> that's my question. Well, I mean, ask Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh. He had oh. a disease. He couldn't help it. It was true. It he was lost the your, pigmentation your in funny. his skin. It was like I, like I said, it was you. Basically. Yeah. You're like, I had a disease. Yeah. Well, James Earl Jones did voice him in episode three. Well, I know a little bit. the little, it's the little voice bit. Box. He's so messed Ooh. up. His lungs are not even real. Basically. Right. So I don't know. I guess it's, it's not the craziest thing. I know. His voice is different. When it's just like so drastically <laughs> different. Like direct. Because like, like when you see Darth Vader in um, four, five, and six, mm-hmm. he's like an adult male, like an older. And like you see him when he's, so he's when like he's tw- dying. Like Twenty or something in episode three. I think. Right. Yeah. So like it stands to reason that his voice would have aged and like, it's fine. But like, why <laughs> is he already, why is he already 60, like eight years old? It's not a thing. Get out of here. No, He's I know. Like, it's like, I don't know. Like, like I said, the, okay, let's think about this. <laughs> He's living through that horrible, horrible thing. I know. I know. I'm being nitpicky. I guess my question is, is like, okay, a whole movie was Dorothy. I've got a voice backup already. Okay. You ready for this? Because how old is James Earl Jones? Uh, 86. Oh, that's, that's a lot of years. I don't. So he, he, he sounded old in Rogue One. Yeah. 
you know, he did. You but tell. like that, it was still awesome. But yeah, like it will, and I, he really didn't talk that. There wasn't a lot much. No, so it was just enough. But you could kind of tell if you were really paying attention. Okay, I'm writing down right now so I don't forget mm-hmm. the top ten Darth Vader moments article because that Rogue One ending with Vader is my favorite Vader it's thing ever. So good, I get goosebumps. So I do. I, I watched it again. Have you ever seen the video of the girl watching it for the first time? No. Oh my god! I've sent it to you. She's like watching the end and like you know the big like the explosions coming and um two of them are sitting on the beach. She's like crying and then it like shifts to where you kind of have that moment of realization where you're realizing like oh this is gonna go right up until yeah. the beginning of of episode four and she's like what what do Oh my god! What is this? She's like pointing and then looking at her boyfriend and then looking back and she's just like, no, no! She's so the, the hands go up in the air and then the the thing with the door almost shutting and they're sticking the plans through the thing and she's literally losing right her mind and she's just like, no! That, I, like, and then Leia turns around at the end. She goes, yeah. <laughs> think about that that final like. Five, maybe ten minutes. That was so much for me. I'm getting goosebumps right now, too. I, seriously. like Rogue One was so They good. nailed it. That, yeah. That Vader stuff. Oh, my gosh. That was because like peak Vader. I want a movie like that. It was that. so great, and it was so... You realize the true violence yeah. that kind of get gets lost in episode four because it's, you sh- films were done differently back in the he day. He's messing those guys up because they stole his flash drive. Yeah, he's really <laughs> salty about it. <laughs> Um, you, those are expensive. So, <laughs> yeah, this isn't like Return of the Jedi yet. Like the prices yeah, haven't come down. Exactly. Remember when you got him, it was like eight megabytes and now it's like yeah. 65 <laughs> trillion gigabytes. And it's like, how do they fit so much on here? I, I don't know. That's what Vader's, that's Vader's thought. That's what the whole movie's about <laughs> is him in Best Buy arguing. <laughs> He's in like He's normal, cl- normal clothes, but his helmet. There's no way 30 gigs <laughs> cost that much. In his actual voice, yeah. Um, well, okay, so that But, ro- like, in for real. Yeah, that that Rogue One ending, did you ever notice how the voice... So, like, there's, um, like, an opera singing there. Mm-hmm. That's the Imperial March. Mm-hmm. That... It's uh, too again, much. It's too much for me. Again. It's too much for me. And, and I, I, the thing that ruined it for me at the end... Was seeing Leia's stupid CGI face. It was, I, tough. It was enough it was tough. for me to just see the back of her head. I thought, that and that then was fine. they turned her face around, and I was like, Aww. "It was an experiment because I felt like they wanted to experiment yeah, for this well, for like the it numbered one failed." I, I thought it was impressive, but I never. It wasn't Tarkin. Like it, I thought Tarkin looked like. Like throughout the rest of the movie, I was like, "Oh my gosh, they're I showing." I had moments Tarkin. of like googling and being like, "Is he still alive?" <laughs> Lauren turned to me and she's like, that's "He's how, still alive." That's how that's how he, close that looked. I'm like, he died in like 1990. Yeah, Lauren. but Leia it just it sure. looked so much not like her that it, it was. That was a same. tough one. Yeah, but it, anyways. Yeah, so Vader, Vader, movie. Vader, Vader. That uh, would be fun. I want to see that stuff. Yeah, him chasing down like the last of the rogue Jedi. Yeah, and that's, that's a whole thing that like yeah. nobody talks about. That was mm-hmm. Plan 66. Six, six, Ex- order 66. Execute order 66. <laughs> I was like 626. Like plan 73. Yeah. Uh, which one was it again? Yeah, like take it back. Like six. What was 65 again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was to cancel the staff meeting on the 23rd. Okay. So now this is plan Commander 66. Commander Cody. You're looking through goes, a book. Yeah. Emperor, can you go over? 
What was what was sixty five again? <laughs> I gotta make sure we didn't skip it. Yeah. Well, we sk- oh we didn't we didn't ever do sixty five. Well, it's too late. We already sixty six. We're skipping sixty five. <laughs> well, we're on to sixty six now. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. So we also need to write like Family Guy style Star Wars parodies. Yeah, I've always that, you know, said that, that would be good. There could be more. But anyways, <sighs> um, yeah, Darth Vader. I want to see that. So the the current Darth Vader Marvel series is going over that very thing. Mm-hmm. But I think they could expand upon it in a movie. And mm, I uh, think they. Yeah. They could jump around. It doesn't have to be yeah. like jump around. Yeah. Hey. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> jump around. <laughs> I I oh so the voice. Uh huh. I was like uh, American Idol. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, he's it. Yes, he could do it. He could do it without any effects. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, he is right. the guy. Thank you. Okay. I brought this up like the first week of Geekiverse filming. We were talking about Rogue One because it was just announced. Yeah. And everyone's like, that's ridiculous. You don't need to replace him. You can just like basically do it on a computer. No. And I'm like, that's not the point. The, we could do the whole thing yeah. in CG if we want. But They could have CGI'd a dragon and they didn't. You. They that's CGI'd like, a person into a dragon you know, just because it's when it did Cumberbatch and had him do the voice exactly. of a dragon. Like, you were you were like the first time like someone's reacted to it and not been like, that's stupid. Why would, no, why would that's they No, that's everything. James Earl Jones is not going to do this anymore. Yeah. Like he's, he's 86 yeah. or close to it. And... Benedict Cumberbatch would be awesome. Oh, yeah. He's so, oh, I yeah. love him. And he could even, it doesn't have to be exactly. He's somebody who can act through his voice. That's what I'm saying. So he doesn't have to do exactly what James Earl Jones did. He could even twist it just a little so that you know he can't. Benedict. He shouldn't, cu- you should never, and this is what they say in all types of acting, is you never, if you're playing somebody who's been played by somebody else, you do not copy that person. You don't try to recreate right. that person's performance. You do it. You play your own truth to it. And I think it would be fantastic. And it would be believable if it was going to be like a younger Darth Vader. Right. We could forget about the fact that we've heard James Earl Jones do little tip tidbits yeah. here and there because it's been so few and far between. Um, There's a sound clip of it's right in The Hobbit in that second Hobbit movie. It, where I, I want to say it's like where he kind of like screams in agony mm-hmm. for the first time. And that, that's when it hit me. I was like, that sounded a little bit like Vader screaming. Yeah. <laughs> which is terrible. At the end of episode three, when he goes, no, but yeah. like, I was like, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. That, that could, that could be it. So he is the guy. That would be my he pitch for a Darth Vader movie. I'll call him up. Yeah. Please do. Let him right know. now, Maggie. Just shoot a text. <gasps> what a great Benedict. name, too. Yeah, yeah. Like what your family. Okay, so your name's like Steve Cumberbatch <laughs> and you're like I've got to amp this up for my child. And then you're sitting around and then you're someone's just like Benedict and then someone else says Benedict yes. Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh. It's, fabulous. It's pretty pretty just damn awesome. Fantastic. So that that's all three for me. You've got another one. I got one, one more and this is for my husband, but I am on board with it. Um, okay, okay. A, Boba Fett. Okay. Which there's been rumblings of this possibly happening. But my thing is, I have literally no idea who I would want to play him. Because here's the thing. Like He's gotta look like the kid. Exactly. Who is pretty pretty young a still. Clone. What's his name? I wrote his name down. Daniel something. Daniel Oh Logan. Daniel Logan. Yeah. I mean, to mar- or he, he still goes to like Star Wars Celebration and stuff. Right. So. He's still a person. He's like 22 years old. So like you yeah. could do it. But like, I never thought. 
thought he. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping maybe he's better than he was as a child in the prequels. They were really bad at casting kids. Um, or bad at directing kids. Bad at directing kids. I will give Either the kids way. the benefit of the doubt. Um, sure. I. So. It's just so weird because Boba Fett's such like a... I mean, I, I don't read the books and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I know you do. Jeff does. So maybe he can see more of where you could do more with that character than I... I mean, I love Boba Fett. Like, I've always been fascinated by, like, the mystery around him. And you could do... You could do so many things completely. Because I think, in reality, he's really not connected to the Skywalker saga either. He's just there because that's who's paying him money right now. Sure. But, like... It'd be as much as a Han Solo spinoff in that sense. Right. Like, you could... There's a million different things that you could do. Um, but you could you could tie it into how he got connected with everything. Um, I'd love to see, like, him kind of getting... Because he doesn't have exactly Django's armor. Like, it no. seems like it's different colors. Or, or, like, I know he's got the same ship, but I'd love to see him kind of growing up. So maybe this takes place a little bit after episode two-ish. Right. Um, or even in the backdrop of episode three. Uh, and then I would love to see, like, a lot of Coruscant. Oh, yeah. in that early episode two portion, I was, like, fascinated in that speeder chase, how yeah. cool it looked. And, again, I know it's a lot of CG, but I thought it was well done CG. Yeah. Where you've got the neon lights in the backgrounds. I'd love yeah. to see, like, maybe there's your, not rated R Star Wars movie, but maybe a li- little more intense Star Wars movie. Yeah. I, don't I know. think you could do it. Um, And it's, like, this whole other thing. It's kind of that idea that, like, this was not the only thing going on in the galaxy. Exactly. Like that's you know a, there were big other things. There were other stories, other people's lives, and you know maybe everything was leading up to this point of this with Skywalker and everything. It's kind of like you're gonna get mad at me. Um, it's kind of like Harry Potter, um, <laughs> but like that they're they're doing they're doing everything now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> um. But like they're they're doing all these other things now with Fantastic Beasts and all the, you know all the other books that have been written. Um. That it's kind of this idea that's like this is not the only thing of importance that have ever ever happened in this universe. Um. I like the smaller self-contained stories. Yeah. I think that's more exciting. Like in in Marvel again, it's like. I like Ant Man. Yeah, even though he's connected That's to fun. the bigger stuff. I love all the Netflix shows. Yeah, it's yeah. like they they told. I mean, they are connected. They occasionally mention things, but they totally exist within their own world, and right. they're fine with it. Like, and I'm fine with it. Same, same with you know Black Panther. Like that yeah. was more self contained than the broader Avengers stuff mm-hmm. we get. Um, I I like that too. Yeah. Jeez. So I think we could. I think we could roll with it. I think it could happen. Did you know that that was okay? So basically, a Boba Fett movie was like unofficially officially announced like right. lucasfilm came out and said they were working on one mm-hmm. before the han solo movie was confirmed right but because in the back of my mind i was like why do i feel like this is already happening i wrote about it even. yeah like i have an article and i'm like oh i should probably get rid of it but it was shelved indefinitely because the producer or director was the same for the fantastic four movie that came out like two years ago that was just mm. terrible i didn't see it but like wait what Fantastic Four movie they came the, out two years ago? Uh, it was just called Fantastic Four. Who was in it? Uh, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> That's all I know. I remember the one with Chris Evans and Jessica Alba. Yeah, no this this was like ago. a this was a real like hard reboot, and it came, it was like really it, why don't I remember this at all? I think it was the first maybe review Pete ever wrote. Like he had just come on board. I want to say it was 2015 maybe. But it was just, it was bad. Oh, okay. It was, Good it was, to know. It so was I really, don't need to see it. No. It was very, <laughs> like, and I, I'm sitting here not having seen the movie, but like, 
all my Fantastic Four friends who are like like really like into it hated it. Mm-hmm. Didn't do well commercially either for what it's worth, but um, like that was the guy that was in charge of the Boba Fett movie. Fantastic Four came out and flopped, and they were like, "Ooh, uh, yeah, we're gonna wait on the Boba yeah. Fett movie." <laughs> Let's so get somebody else to do it. It's the Lego fine. movie came out, and they're like, yeah. "Hey guys, you want to do a Han Solo movie instead?" <laughs> You know, I love the Lego movie. <sighs> Me too. Mm-hmm. Everything is indeed awesome. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to some of the Reddit community real quick and go through some of these. Uh, so Arsenal is the name of the Reddit user. How did they get that username? Uh, mentioned an Obi-Wan movie. Mm-hmm. Into it. A bounty hunter movie. <laughs> yeah. It could just be about you, bounty hunters. Arsenal? Okay. There's a lot of bounty hunters. It could be. They, when they have the little thing, or the bounty hunter, me, which sometimes I say things and I'm like, wait, was that actually in Star Wars or only in Family Guy? Uh-huh. <laughs> the bounty hunter meeting. But like there are multiple bounty hunters. So that's very true. There's like a community. Oh, yeah. I mean, they could go there's in. There's like a, that alligator They could thing. even make <laughs> Bosk. Is that his name? Yes. Okay. That, that's one of Why the, do you know his name? Okay. Well, come on. I First know. of all. Does he, I didn't even know he had a name. I thought he was just like an alligator. They all those guys. Um, he was a prop from a different movie that was thrown <laughs> of out. Of course he was. Yes. Uh, but all those guys like on the bridge for the Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. names. Yes. That's stupid. It's, it's, dude, Star Wars. <laughs> Everything has meaning. I know. Like we've you, always like said that. Said, we've always said that nothing is arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, really annoying. <laughs> it's hard to keep yeah. up with. Poor Pablo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pablo Hidalgo. Uh, Hidalgo. Dr. Afra. Oh, good. Okay. I like that one, obviously. You're unoriginal. Let's see. A young Sheev movie. So Sheev is Palpatine's first name. There we go. Okay, this person. So from Jedi Rick. I like that name. Obi-Wan, Bounty Hunter, and Sith movie. Either Maul, Sidious, Plagueis, or Vader. Oh, Jet's another one that Jeff mentioned, too, is a Darth Maul movie. That's always been on the back of my mind. Yeah. And they could do it because it's makeup, you know? Right. And Ray Park hey, hey. is, is geez, he's very much in shape yes. still. Oh he's gosh, still we are, killing we are, it. We're best friends. Not really. We took I paid him for a picture at Nickel City two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't framed it yet. That's hilarious. Uh, another one, Obi-Wan again. Okay, this is funny. Here's a ranked list that I wish to see. This is from Obi-Trill Kenobi. Uh, number one Obi-Wan with Ewan McGregor Mm -hmm. two Ben with Ewan McGregor three Kenobi with Ewan McGregor so they want Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan okay there were some good ones oh this one Ahsoka but you yeah I know who Ahsoka is okay Um, I would be all about that because she's just awesome Uh, that's a really really good character Uh, she really evolved over the time in the Clone Wars animated series at first she was totally like this annoying character that was mm-hmm. there for kids, but right. then she grew up yeah. and she was awesome. So, um, I would be into that. I know Amanda from the Geekiverse would like, she'd throw herself write a trilogy tonight. The, probably yeah. <laughs> like she probably has the script done. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. She's very into Ahsoka. Very much. Um, let's see another bounty hunter movie, Darth Vader focused horror movie. Oh, follow some rebels or Jedi around basically with him hunting them down. So that's kind of what I said, but with like they added the horror element. Yeah. Eh, a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's a different flavor, but... Wh- I mean, that could be where you get your R-rated Star Wars movie that everybody's so horny for. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, a Darth Bane movie. So he was the Sith who came up with the rule of two. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind that of interesting. That could be interesting. Yep. Um, a Knights of Ren movie. So Ooh. we're... 
you and I have been like in the past. Now they're flashing forward. I don't want that just yet because I want them to have the freedom to do whatever they want. Well, yeah. But, you know, maybe in a few years, I guess. Uh, Who knows? Rogue Squadron. I mean, we kind of got a little bit of Mm -hmm. that with Rogue One, even though they flipped that uh, script a bit. Let's see. I'm almost through the list here. There's a lot of the same. It's all it's mm-hmm. all Vader, Obi Wan, Sidious. Oh, okay. A trilogy based on Sith. So film one would be the Hundred Year Darkness, which mm-hmm. I admittedly don't know a lot about. Film two would be Darth Bane and the Rule of Two, and film three would be Plagueis and Sidious setting the stage for the grand plan. To just, I I like that a lot. That would be that's a really so good so cool. That one's from. That's a great name. Jerry with a G, last name Mandarin. Jerry Mandarin. Oh, that's nice. Like these are some creative. Except when I hear Jerry, I just think Rick and Morty. Yeah, and I'm like, get a job, Jerry. <laughs> J.K. Jerry, you're probably you're probably fully employed. Gotta love it. <laughs> uh, okay, another Darth Maul, another Obi Wan, Jedi Origins. This was one. That, this was like my fourth thing that I mm. didn't write down. Um, it's Jedi Origins, but in mine, it's like the. It, it stars, like, the the Prime Jedi. So the Prime Jedi is that, like, mural that you see in The Last Jedi. Yeah. That Luke's... Okay. That, I think, would be yeah. really good. Ben Solo's Fall to the Dark Side. I don't think you can really do that because you saw the flashback already. And yeah. Mark Hamill... You you need Mark Hamill. Yeah. And uh, Mark Hamill's not gonna... No. No, no. Last one I wanted to mention from Reddit was... From Reddit user Merlin... Very, very classy. They have their E as a three. Oh. Uh, didn't see that coming. I'm going to guess that Merlin with a regular E was taken. Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, so the Battle of Jakku. Uh, basically, this one st- stuck out to me. It says the whole Battle of Jakku is absolutely incredible, and we've gotten bits and pieces and other pieces of canon, but I feel like we could easily have a Rogue One type movie a year after Return of the Jedi without the main cast that shows this. I like that. That's thought. very interesting. So, like, I would love to see. So, like, Battlefront 2 kind of touches on this in their story. And then, like they said, there's a few novels that do, but I would love to see, like, that Star Destroyer crashing yes. onto Jakku and whatever else happening. I, I don't know how much you build a movie around yeah. it. Yeah. But I like the thought of it. I'm into but it. How, like, how... Imagine all the things we didn't mention tonight. Like this was us narrowing our list down. This is it's such a wide, and that's the thing with Star Wars is there's so much, so and much now to be explored that everything is canon again, or not canon, <laughs> or is or isn't. I don't even know anymore. But like <laughs> that, everything is open to your own interpretation. Nothing is arbitrary. Everything is wide open. There's so many things you can do. That's why I always think it's funny when we try to do predictions for the movies that we do know are coming out. Because it's like at the at we're the end at the end of every single one, we're like, but we have no idea. We have no idea. They could do whatever they want. And now trying to predict movies that they could make, they could make all of them and none of them. Yeah, it's just there's so much material Ugh. to pull from, and you could Dude. completely make stuff up, and if it's, it could be legitimate. So, hell, I mean, that kid at the end of the Last Jedi could have his own right. movie. Like, I yeah, with the little broom. <laughs> I mean, if you had told me four years ago that they were going to make Rogue One, I would have been like, what? Like, you know, (laughs) the idea just never even crossed my mind of like bridging that gap of telling that story of getting those plans. It just never crossed my mind because it's like, we already got the prequels. What do you talk? It's like, but there's so much time in between. It just never crossed my mind. So now I think we're being, we're more open to the idea of and realizing how expansive and huge 
the Star Wars universe is. And there's a lot to pick from. It can lead to the oversaturation and people just capitalizing on it. But if the right people get themselves involved, we could end up with... I mean, I don't think George Lucas ever imagined it would get as big as it did. This was supposed to be a B movie. I know. I like, know. It was not supposed to be but He had good. a dream and it, it, it like... It just exploded. God bless him. I mean, people I talk a lot that he's not a very good director, not a very good whatever. But this very doesn't good, but happen without him. It doesn't. He is the man that maybe he's not the one to tell you how to deliver your line or even the one to tell you what the line is, but he's going to be the one to tell you right. just the story. The he lore. is the story. Yeah. Like, in that, in the characters. And he gets it's so just, much crap. And oh, but he shouldn't. We no. would have none of this without him. Even I the know. new stuff, we would not have it without him because he gave, at the very minimum, he gave the baseline and the foundation for everything that we have now. So I am yeah. so pro-George Lucas, and I hate all the people that hate him. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. There's, no, this is not an opinion situation. No. You're just wrong. You're totally right. You're wrong. <laughs> well, we, we want to hear your ideas. Uh, if I'm sure there's tons that, like we said, we didn't cover. So tell us your Star Wars ideas. Pitch them to us. Put them in the comments. Uh, put them on our social media. We want to hear from you. Uh, visit on Reddit. There's a really good subreddit. It's called Star Wars Speculation. That's where uh, we kind of pr- promoted this idea. So, jeez, uh, like we could go on and on about it. Uh, closing up here. This is a good podcast. We don't need anyone else. <laughs> it's a good podcast. Good this podcast. is what I call a good <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, we need no one and nothing. We're we, fine. I like I said, I was ready to go solo on this. If you yeah. were, if you weren't, were ready you ready to go, go Han Solo? <laughs> I was going to go there. You did, though. You set it up. You set it up, and I knocked it down. I don't know what you... (laughs) Damn it, Maggie. I don't know what you want from me. Damn it, Maggie. What's going on with you at the Geekiverse? You've got a lot coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah. So our next, um, as some of you may know, I host a podcast as well called Girls Who Geek that, um, well... We want it to be monthly. It will be monthly. (laughs) We had a tragic loss of, of... footage audio footage last month which is still dead is devastating so we couldn't make our grand return as we planned but um we will be putting out a new episode this month um it's going to be our reaction to season two of the netflix series jessica jones um and kind of what we think it means for the rest of the marvel we're kind of into we're really getting into round two of a lot of these netflix series and we've already had daredevil season two but we're kind of shifting into this new era of the Netflix Marvel Universe. We're going to be talking about that. Um, and yeah, that's kind of going to be my whole life this month is Jessica Jones. Seriously. I'll be cranking out a review of it too as soon as I get through it. It comes out March 8th, so I will be taking a brief break <laughs> from Grey's Anatomy, which I'm almost done with, and <laughs> watching <laughs> Jessica Jones for a week straight. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's great. It's very different situations. It's going to be a big shift. <laughs> I'm going to stop crying for a minute. And, yeah. <laughs> that's what you think. Yeah. Yeah, just a few days away, Jessica Jones, Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's been highly anticipated for I'm a long very time Very excited. Uh, I am too. I think she's one of the best castings in oh all gosh, of Marvel, actually. She's so great. Yeah. So great. I'm, I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, I'm big fan. Big, big fan. Big fan. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's going on with you? You never have anything uh, going on with the I Geekiverse. You're, you're hardly involved. I am the guy behind the screen. Just you, like the Wizard of Oz. You, you know, are. Just, you I, do I, dabble at the most. <laughs> I dabble. Oh, that's what I said the other day at the meeting. I'm like, uh-huh. I, I dabble I dabble. <laughs> dibble dabble. Little dabble, do you? So, uh, geez, where do I start? Okay. 
this obviously will will come out, but in a few days after Walking Carpet, uh, I'm going to be hosting. I don't know. Amanda might try to like fight me for it. Uh, a a Wrinkle in Time spoiler cast. She doesn't so. need to fight you for it because we're going to do our own <laughs> podcast about it. <laughs> okay. She can you, just come to your spoiler cast. You well, that's very true. Yeah, it's very true. Amanda, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you listen to this, it, it'll it'll be good. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Um, I do a weekly video called Geek Bits, so it's it's fun facts based on usually Star Wars stuff, but sometimes like, other geek stuff. It's like Tim Bits, but movies and not small donuts. <laughs> to those who don't. Oh, know you're not. Not everyone's from Buffalo. Buffalo. Ugh, never mind. But Tim Hortons really should be like. Well, it's the a coffee place, not Dunkin' Donuts. No, America. Dunkin' Donuts is terrible. No, but it's really it's a Canadian thing. But it's starting a to lower Canada. So like it's Canada, in, uh, Canada. <laughs> It's in it's in the Pennsylvania yeah. now. Okay, if it's you're in, in like New Mexico, you probably don't know what Tim Hortons is. But Dunkin' Donuts is terrible. That's all you need to know. It is. It was so funny. Like anything that the sponsor is Rob Krakowski, <laughs> I don't like it. I just alienated an entire corner of the country. <laughs> it's I, fine. I don't think they like him either. One of my Twitter followers. And he's from here. Anyways, go ahead. I know, but he's the worst. Yeah. One of my Twitter followers one time, I don't know where she lived. Definitely somewhere south. But I said something about how Dunkin' Donuts was terrible, and you would have mm. thought like I was cursing her family. But like that's like that's like telling people from Buffalo that you don't like I don't know. And I I'm gonna be honest, Tim Hortons coffee for a coffee snob is actually not my favorite. But I will drink their iced coffee, and I like their donuts. Okay, yeah, See, I don't, but I don't like Dunkin' Donuts coffee too. I'm a Starbucks or like a homemade coffee snob. That's just how I am. Like Star co- Tim Hortons coffee is very. It's like for like the hardcore coffee drinker, and I drink a lot of coffee, but I I don't know. I like and I like I black coffee, right but like it's I don't know. I'm weird. But Tim Hortons, it's like it's still a staple. I'm still gonna get it because it's right there in, all the time. We have rolled the rim. Like we have rolled the rim to win. Not playing roll up the rim. Yeah, right now. exactly. Like, no Everyone's so, playing roll up the rim. So Tim Hortons is a, is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I I said to the a Timbit is a is a donut hole. Yes. Okay. It, exactly. Yeah, and it's also the name of the little teeny tiny person hockey team, oh, which is my favorite because they're called the Timbits. It's my favorite thing ever. It's just adorable. Mm-hmm. There's also a guy I work with, and his name is Tim. And every time he th- puts out a sassy little quip, I'm like, "That's a Tim bit." Yeah. <laughs> it's so perfect. Yeah. Well, I said to the like, she tweeted at me because mm-hmm. I said something about how Tim Hortons was infinitely better. Right. It, it, it is it comparing was. it to Dunkin' Donuts. It is, but yeah, they don't know. And that, that's fair. But yeah. I, I basically said like, "I'm sorry, I don't like drinking like brown crap water." Yeah. And she came back to me and she goes. You know what brown crap water tastes like, and I I had nothing to respond yeah. with. Like she won that argument, <laughs> <laughs> even though I know and you know that Tim Hortons is way better. Right? Like she won that argument. She did because you had I, nothing I, to say. I just I I applaud her for that. Comeback. That was good. That good was, job, that, anonymous that, Twitter yeah, follower. Yes. <laughs> but one you day bested him. You will understand. Yeah. If it is, we'll it bring is my Tim life Hortons goal. to the people. Okay. Geekiverse Anyways. National Tour. All the cons were bringing Tim Hortons box coffee, with. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna like it. Uh, yeah. I think you were talking about geek bits. Mm, yep, no, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, I don't know where I was. So yeah, geek bits. That's at YouTube.com/slash/TheGeekiverse. It's a minute or two minutes long every Monday. That comes out. Uh, it's usually Star Wars, but it's other things too. Uh, let's see what else. A uh, lot of video game coverage lately. We are getting into like what I call video game season. So E3 is just a few short months away. We'll be in Los Angeles again for that. However, uh, lots of reviews uh, for us this month, and we've got a handful of new writers as mm-hmm. well. Uh, so you can check those out at thegeekiverse.com. 
What else? Oh, tonight I decided I'm going to write the top 10 Vader moments, so you can expect that. I don't know when. I've mm-hmm. got a long list. You've got a lot of things to do. <sighs> I know. So, um, oh, before I forget, when you yeah. said... <laughs> I got it. It's got to come back to me. I had a wonderful idea. Okay. Uh, you said the Qui-Gon movie. Mm-hmm. And we're going to cross it over with the Boba Fett movie because Boba Fett's going to steal Qui-Gon's daughter. <laughs> taken. It'll be taken. Star Wars, taken. That's Stars, taken. Okay. Okay. I just, yeah. I didn't want to forget that one. That's, yep. It's gold. I'm in. This so is now, like my voice recorder, like when I have a good idea. But yeah. But I do it on a podcast. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm into it. That's good. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. All right, we're going to do a lot of things. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what else is coming out? All right. I'm so sorry I'm rambling here. Uh, anyway, A Wrinkle in Time coverage later this week and then Tomb Raider next week because you hey. mentioned Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Uh, visit us on all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, also, we are doing a giveaway. Go to our Facebook for details. We're giving away a copy of Logan. Uh, Tom nice. from the Geekiverse, so politely, had an extra copy of Logan. So we are He's, giving away a code. He buys movies like the average human buys toilet paper. Like. Oh. Dude, in bad. large like, packs to tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't buy in large packs i take back what i he buys like, them in bulk because it's more economical <laughs> i i'm definitely going to best buy to get mm. thor like i i love thor ragnarok uh anyway uh you can check me out on twitter i'm at josiety Leroy. maggie you're now is it hang on hang hold on, on, hang on. i always forget you oh can check me out. It's Loricella. Check, check, check it out. Um, at Mag Loricella on Twitter and on Instagram, I am a person. Um, you are a person. I'm at Maggie and Lore. <laughs> just, just <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> Believe it or not, Mag Loricella was taken on Instagram. Are you kidding me? No. Do you think I would have made my Instagram name Maggie and Lore? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I would not. Have. <laughs> you could do Mag Loricella, but C-H. That's not my name, though. But, okay. I mean, we well, want it to be. All right, fine. <laughs> For now, Maggie and Lore. Mag Lorcella on Twitter. I'm, um, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. It's that's quality <laughs> information. <laughs> well, you've been with the Geekiverse uh, like Brought a year you now. Brought you by LaCroix. Ah, um, I was going to bring that up at the oh, end. Thanks I'm a sorry. Lot. Shoot. That's okay. You can cut it out. I've been at the Geekiverse for just over a year. I celebrated my Geekiversary. Yes. It was a good time with that horrible (laughs) intro video that was shot. I I was in a hotel room in New York, and I made my um, then-fiance film it for me, but I had two of my friends with me that had literally no idea what I was doing, so they were just like, what are you talking about? And the whole rest of the day, they're like, Maggie, you want to geek out over some pizza? Maggie, oh, you want to geek? Worst. And I literally, I had, I like, I didn't even know how to begin to explain to them why they just had to watch me do that. Um, I would have killed them. It was, it was a fun time. And I wrote my first, I remember I wrote my first review on the train ride, and it was of Sherlock season four. Oh, I remember. Oh. TBT. Yeah. I good love time. that you wrote it on a train mm-hmm. because that feels very Sherlock. Yeah. I, but like I literally, it was the only time to write it. I was on, <laughs> I was on a train and I had Wi-Fi. <laughs> it needed to happen. Yeah. I was that on a train for two and a half hours. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I remember writing the Lego movie review on the plane <laughs> back from Hawaii mm-hmm. when Lord and I were on our honeymoon and yeah. I'm like, yeah, um, I, I've got some reviews to write. Yeah. Like, I just started <laughs> this thing like two weeks ago. Yeah. We're going to do this. So. Uh, now that we know where to find all of us on Twitter, mm-hmm. both of us all on Twitter, two of all us. two of us for the lacrosse, Cro- fuck, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> uh, so go to facebook.com, win a copy of Logan. Walking Carpet is now a monthly show. So next month, I don't know what we're talking about there yet. There will be things. There will be Star Wars things to talk about. Probably 
another trilogy announced by them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least one to two. I would assume so. Yeah. So thanks. Uh, if you made it this long, thanks so much for uh, sticking Thank with us. Bless you. We are we are the <laughs> loud people here at the Geekiverse. We are the loudest. Uh, so we uh, we appreciate you. We will catch you soon. We've got Nickel City Con coming up in two short months. Uh, for Maggie, for Josiah, that's me. Uh, <laughs> for we'll, myself. Uh, for myself, me, myself, and I will catch you next time, and Maggie will catch you in a few weeks. I will Hopefully. catch you in a few weeks. Hopefully. Sparring any technical difficulties. <laughs> May the force be with you. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that's good. Lord. <laughs> <laughs>